Welcome to Insider Insights Podcast, where we dissect everything social media. I'm Maria Ganza, Marketing Coordinator at Social Insider and your host for this show, excited to get into the nitty-gritty of everything social media. I'll talk to social media professionals that work in freelance, in-house for a company and in an agency environment to get the best of all worlds, which is a nicer way of saying we'll snoop around and see how others do it. Let's jump in. In this episode, we will talk about what companies should do to streamline their content marketing efforts, the main ingredients of a successful content marketing strategy, content mistakes we should avoid, and many, many interesting things. My guest for today, Carl Lane Postma. She is the founder of The Post, a content marketing agency with experts in strategy creation and optimization. Also, she's the author of Content Marketing in 60 Minutes, Beginner's Guide to Twitter for Business, and her last book, Binge Marketing, the best scenario to build your brand. Let's meet Carl Lane and discover some content marketing secrets. Hello, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. How are you? I'm good, actually. Yes. Great. So uh, let's start with your journey. Tell me, how did you start your career? Uh, well, um, I started with, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> I started with a, an advertising agency, but it was in um, 1999. So, well, a very long time ago. <laughs> and um, there was no social media and there's, well, the internet was just uh, starting for companies. And uh, that's when I realized that um, the internet was more than, uh, well, the agency I worked for did uh, with, with, with the, the phenomenon of, of internet. And that's when I started for myself in 2006 with, um, what is it's called, um, I, I, I tried to focus on interactive um, communications. And then in 2006, of course, everything like, like Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, um, well, Twitter not yet, but all the socials uh, came came around, and then uh, I merged it into my my business. Oh, great! So, um, what do you think is the most essential aspect of your role of your day to day schedule? Um, well, my day to day schedule is is it's quite different every day, actually. Um, but nowadays, I uh, I write a lot, um, and so. And if you write, you have to read because <laughs> you need uh, new in input every day. Um, so I think that's that's the main part of my everyday job. And then try to to yeah, well, to fix it into some new things to create for for the still the the, the clients I have. Great. So, uh, what should companies do to streamline their content marketing efforts, in your opinion? Um, but that's what I wrote in my latest book, Binge Marketing. I think um, the, um, the main thing we have to think about in content marketing uh, these days is um, that we are trying to create content. So we're trying to get our message across in content. And that means that you translate your message into a text or a video or, well, audio, a podcast maybe. Um, and therefore you need... Um, you need readers, viewers, and listeners. And I always say um, that is, a, that, that is an, an audience. And an audience differs from a target group because um, just to have your, a little bit of um, a mindset, um, an, a target group is pointed out by the company. 
So they decide who the target audience is. And what I say is with content, you, you need really viewers and listeners, and they have to decide for themselves. So we have to focus on um, well, creating an audience to our uh, messages, to our content, actually. So that's, that's, I think that is a, a main twist in mindset that we really have to be aware of. Okay, People so the audience to... is really important because you are writing for, for the audience, for your audience. Yeah, yeah, and you can try to, to push your, um, your content across. Of course, you, you can target and you can use paid advertising and stuff, but still, people who want to read your messages or want to watch your videos, they're, much, uh, they're worth a lot more than a target group that you can reach. So that's why we really have to focus, of course, with, um, with binge marketing, sure, um, because we have to uh, get people to want to read and write, uh, sorry, to read and, and uh, listen to your, to your messages. Okay, great. I understand. So in your opinion and from your experience, what are the most common mistakes companies make regarding their content marketing strategy? Um, what they do a lot is um, creating a video, creating an interview or just one podcast. And what I say with binge marketing is it's you have to create content in series because you can't create an audience with only one, uh, one episode of, uh, of your content. So with binge marketing, I, it, it's also something we have to think about. Um, what if you translate your, um, your brand story into uh, the scenario of a kick-ass television series? What would it be about? And then you can, you can translate every, every piece of content you create. So uh, every video, every podcast, every article, it should be one uh, episode of the same series. So start with creating serial content and um, well, use recaps. What do you have to know before you read this article from a previous episode and use cliffhangers? Hey, there's more, read my next episode. So this is, this is I think it's, it's an, um, if we, if we want to learn from the mistakes, just um, look at what companies are doing. They're just adding more content, um, uh, individual content, individual pieces of content without um, using the serial part of it. And I think that's, that's really important to, to add that to your content marketing strategy. Great. I love your answer because I first saw you at We Content in 2019 and yeah. you said something really interesting there. And I have a note here. You said create content as if you were writing a screenplay for, for Netflix. Yeah. And um, I found it really interesting. And now you are coming back with the same uh, with the same answer. You have to create a series. You have to create episodes. Because if you want an audience, you need content. People should know that if they are following you on YouTube, Facebook, or any other platform, they will learn something from you. So um, I actually love this insight. It is really helpful. Yeah, it's really, it's, it is really important. And this is, this is what binge marketing is, of course, because binge, binge marketing, it, it's, it has to stimulate people to that they can't stop watching. They can't stop watching your episodes. So um, it, it's about quality content. You have to be relevant. You have to be, um, well, there where your audience uh, is and at the right time too. So I, I, you know, I can't um, pronounce it enough. Just act like you're the showrunner of your television series and, and create content like you're running a TV show. 
And you want viewers every week. So this, this, is, this is the stake we're trying to aim at, uh, at uh, with, with, with binge marketing. Great. So what are the main ingredients of a successful content marketing strategy in the B2B environment? Oh, in the B2B environment, I, um, I think it's, it's more universal because it's not only B2B, it's also B2C and, and even non-profit. Um, what you have to do to create a brand, because that's, that's one of the, the main goals of, uh, of, of starting with content marketing. Um, if you want to translate your brand story into a series, you have to think about who is my main character? Who is, is the, the, the right person or a group of persons to, um, to tell my uh, story or to tell my messages? And um, I think, well, just for an example, um, if you, if you want to be a thought leader, this is a B2B uh, example, I think. If you want to be a thought leader in your uh, profession, um, then it could be really relevant to have your own experts in your series as the main characters. Because uh, as a thought leader, you have to be able to, to, um, well, to share your thoughts and your expertise, expertise in your speciali specialism. So think about the main characters. And if, if you want to be a thought leader, maybe it's, it's a good thing to have your own experts in uh, the series. If you don't have them yet, you can use influencers. And well, this, this is one of the things. It is, if you want to create a story, it's only. It's not only about main characters. You also have to think about where does it, where does it take part, and we call it the arena. So it's um, is it in a hospital? Is it in your uh, office building? Is it well maybe uh, more um, virtual, like in an um, uh, in an economy where a pandemic is running? <laughs> like you know, you can you you know that that the stories are different different if the circumstances in an economy are different. So you have to think about this upfront, and okay, then you can. So it's like it is like creating a movie. You have to think the characters, the place, um, the story yeah. behind everything. Yeah, and and even even genre is is one of the the, the ingredients you need for it. Um, documentary style is a completely different tone of voice and style, and also I think objective what you want to gain with your uh, content uh, than, for example, human interest. So you can you can already I think if you just um, fill out these ingredients you can already feel where your story is going, and well then uh, if you if you have all the ingredients you can start a, a, I call it the plot summary it's like the, the back of the DVD uh, box uh, what's the story of your brand about and then you can start um, creating your episodes, and this is this is very interesting because if you have your episodes if if you have well. What if you work with a lot of agencies? You have to brief all of them. Well, the plot summary is like the brief for all the creators, all the writers, all the, the video creators and, and uh, podcast creators. It has to fit within the plot summary. Other, otherwise, it can't be in, uh, an episode of your series. Uh, so what do you think, if any, is the difference between a good content marketer and a perfect one, if any? No, this is... Uh, well... A, a very good content marketer sees himself as the showrunner of his brand. And this is also, well, you know, I, um, I get a lot of um, uh, inspiration from Hollywood. And in, in Hollywood, the one uh, that, um, that, that's like the, the boss of the series, it's, it's the showrunner. 
It's the one who creates the story and it's the one who briefs the teams of writers and but also has to is responsible for the ROI of the series. If there are not enough viewers, it, well, you won't have a second season. So it's, uh, I always compare it to the content marketing director. You really have to get into the story and, and know what it's about and, and, and have to be able to, um, to brief and to, to guard and guide the people who work on your series. Okay. So that's the difference. The, the real ones, they see themselves as a showrunner. It's my show. And, and if it doesn't fit in my show, it won't be in it. Okay, I understand. Um, let's talk about content now. Should businesses plan content in advance or should we just create daily content? Oh, um, I, you, you really should plan it in advance, but you have to make room for, um, well, uh, topics that are... Um, uh, like expected let's say yeah yeah exactly but you have to create it in advance because you can't create today you can't create uh, episode number six mm-hmm. <laughs> and what i always say is and i think is this is also um something we will see uh, a lot in 2021 i guess because um uh, we i see a lot of um uh, I, I call it this disposable content it's one-time content um, one episode and I air it right now and then it's gone. But what we try to do is, um, uh, is, is create content that are like evergreen content. So if, there, if you don't plan it ahead, um, well, it's, it's mostly it's filled with uh, things that are occurring right now. But if you have an episode about, well, a new design of your um, product, it could be it, it could be one of the episodes, but it's not only the day of the launch of the product that is relevant, because uh, maybe in six months one uh, one of your audience uh, one of your audiences is, is re- it's relevant to them only then. So what we try what we have to try to do is is stop creating single use content, but create evergreen content that we can. Um, uh, well, add to our database of um, uh, episodes, but also when something is relevant in six months, you ha- you can just pull it out and and um, air it again, or just have trailers on on your socials. Great, because my next co- uh, my next question was about repurposing content. Is it okay to repurpose content? Do you think this is a good idea? Yes, it is okay. Well, it's it's more than okay. <laughs> You really have to do that because I think we, we are in the business of, of creating content for uh, a couple of years now. And I don't think that uh, organiza- organizations really understand how much value they have already created. Just have a look at your database of content but, and, and then indeed repurpose it. Maybe you have uh, like, like the first season of, of, of six episodes ready already because you've made it in the past uh, couple of years already. So really repurposing is, it should be on your agenda. Yeah. Yes. Also, there are a lot of ways in which you can repurpose content these days. You can take a blog post and create Instagram posts, uh, Facebook posts. You can uh, even create YouTube videos and uh, infographics because what I realized this year is that infographics work really, really great. So uh, next question, Caroline, what social media platforms do you recommend for B2B and B2C? Yeah, B2B is, uh, I'm a really big fan of LinkedIn. (laughs) 
Because I think because that's also where we met online. Yes, <laughs> LinkedIn is, is great. It's um, it's a network, but it's also um, uh, it, it gives me a lot of inspiration of what others are sharing. Um, so I think that that's that's something you can't do without in B two B. Also, if you are um, well, I like Instagram, but I, I have myself. I have a little problem with Instagram because I like to share. I, I call it my guilty pleasures about uh, um, uh, how do you call it uh, uh, tableware and stuff, uh, <laughs> the things okay. I do in my house. So that's what I used Instagram for. <laughs> but now I get tagged in the binge marketing uh, um, in uh, business posts. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I'm a little bit uh, confused on what to do with Instagram because I know it's it's really relevant if you have nice pictures to share and well uh, for B two C and but I, I also notice it's it's interesting for B two B as well. I I don't think you can't do without and I really have to make a choice on this. Personally, I I love LinkedIn. I think it's a great place to create content, to get a lot of engagement, to meet great people and to create connections. On the other side, I love Instagram and Instagram stories. So my advice for you would be to have to create two accounts, one for your business where you post uh, content related to, related to binge marketing and one account for your personal stuff, things that you love and things that you like. And uh, this would be more easier for you. Yeah, I think, I think you have a point there because I, uh, I really have to split uh, those two things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. So I, and now, I like Instagram. Sorry? So, yeah, I do like Instagram too, yes. And Pinterest, of course, Pinterest, but it's also because it's, it has nice pictures. And uh, now it is time for the fire round. Uh, this should be fun. I'll be laying out two or three terms and you have to pick the one that you believe in the most and uh, do it as fast as possible. Okay. So uh, organic or paid? Organic. Easier to write for B2B or B2C? B2C. Videos or images? Images. Instagram, Facebook or Twitter? Instagram. TikTok, yes or no? Um, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the last that. one, if you could have a superpower, what would that be? Oh, I would love to be able to um, uh, to draw or to, to to create with my hands what I think of in my mind. <laughs> That's what I would love. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, now we are uh, close to the end of this podcast. And uh, please tell me what are your future plans? Um, well, I, um, I am really, well, my book is finished, Binge Marketing. It, it has a lot of inspiration about uh, how to create content, how they do things in, in, uh, in Hollywood and at Netflix. And you would think that if the book is finished, that the research is done, but I am learning so much every day again. Um, so um, I'm, I'm still doing research and speaking to people about, about the business and, and especially about the things that, um, that are uh, like the same in Hollywood, uh, at Netflix, uh, and in marketing. I've started my own podcast uh, too. And um, well, the first episode will be at, at hopefully next week or at least before Christmas. And I, uh, I interviewed a filmmaker. And it's, it's really interesting because of the things that he says about uh, creating stories. And 
I think it's, it's really relevant for us to, to have a look at how they do it there because they have decades of, of uh, experience in it. And we just, well, we, we tried to start uh, a, a few years ago. So um, my future plans is, is um, do more research and share more about it. And uh, well, um, I still uh, uh, do a lot of things with the post. My, that's uh, uh, my, my um, uh, content marketing agency. And I am really looking forward to create the, the things we, uh, we have planned right now for a couple of very nice big customers. Yeah. Great. What's the name of your podcast? We should follow you. Uh, the Hollywood Way to Content Marketing. Oh, great. Hollywood Way to Content Marketing. Uh, can we find you on Spotify or where, uh, where is it going uh, well, to be live? Soon, soon. I will let you know. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but I will, if, if you follow me on uh, well, it, my website, uh, carlijnpostma.com, uh, I will share it there. Of course, I will share it there. And in, in, in LinkedIn, you can follow me. I'll share everything there. Great. So what is the number one trend that marketers should not miss in 2021? Yeah, the, um, I, what, what I said, I think I, we discussed it in this podcast. Uh, I think we have to be aware about uh, the fact that we don't want to create disposable content or single use content. It's, um, maybe you would think I would have said like voice or podcast. But it's, it's all part of it. If you create a podcast, use your, um, uh, your episode uh, good, well, very well, and, and um, make sure it's an evergreen. So not just about today or about tomorrow or about the, well, the very uh, in the short term. Create evergreen content and, and stop creating single-use content because that's a waste, a waste okay, of time so and energy. It's important to, to start with an objective, like, okay, I'm starting a podcast, but what is my objective and what is my plan for the next, I don't know, six months? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And well, the next six months, is, it's like, it's about creation. But what if you create a podcast every single month, then, um, well, remember what you have in one year. You have 12 uh, different podcasts, evergreen podcasts that you can use throughout, well, the next couple of years. So it's, it's really wise to, to start looking at content as, um, as evergreen content. If, if you have to put something urgent into it, don't do it in the podcast itself, but as a trailer to get people to, to go to the podcast. It's, it's a, a simple thing. Great. So... Now, the last question. If you could teach me three things about content marketing, what would you teach me? Oh, wow. I think you know a lot already. <laughs> um, what could I teach you? Um, okay, so not me in particular, but people who are listening to us. <laughs> yeah, well, stars, maybe it's, it's, it's good to, well, to end this podcast with something you can do tomorrow. Um, first of all, um, have a look at your content marketing strategy as if it was a television series. What if you are going to create a television series in 2021? Um, and further, what would it be about? And what's the logical thing to, to add uh, to the, the, well, um, uh, the content that already is there? Um, and then think about what is relevant to my audience um, and logical for me to, um, to create content about. 
so, so that's that's like geopolitical is a sweet spot. It's um, the things that is, is for a brand is logical to talk about and for your audience, logical, very logical to get that information from you as a brand. Um, and I think the last thing, um, but that's, that goes a bit deeper, it's about um, who is your audience? It's not, so it's, it's a difference from your target group. Um, your target group, we, we know, I think you know who your target group is. But translate it into an audience and then start with the mindset of your audience where you are not relevant yet, but can be in the near future. And I call that the ordinary world of your audience. It's about the audience journey. It's, um, uh, it's, it's a model, a methodology. It's written in my book, but I also write it um, in, in other pieces of content. So find out who your audience is, uh, try to create your story for 2021 and um, create episodes and seasons, make serial content. Perfect. Carlene, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing many, many helpful insights with us. Hope you all learned something new today because I know I did. Make sure you follow her on LinkedIn and Instagram, read her book, Binge Marketing, the best scenario to build your brand and stay tuned for her podcast episodes. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Make sure you connect with me on LinkedIn and follow Social Insider on social media for more great insights. Thank you again, Caroline. It was a pleasure.